Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B two B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over seventy million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B two B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes, yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be. To be, we'll even give you a one hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn dot com slash results to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn dot com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to a festive New Year episode of the Football Drop Podcast. Why do you keep calling it a festive episode? <laughs> you say it and you can see your face. Oh, I should have said that by me now. <laughs> Happy New festive. Year, guys! It is twenty twenty four. Tree up. Yeah, we've got the tree up. When do you take it down next weekend? Today. Today? No, it's got to be the fifth of January, mate. Twelve days of well, Christmas. You say it has got to be the fifth. Traditionally, today. traditionally, twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, but today, today. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, traditionally we celebrate like the birth of Christ. Did you do that this year? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you fucking liars. What? Um, I, I suppose we should probably introduce anyone who's not watching us on YouTube. Ali Campbell is back with us. Welcome. Back. Evening, morning, afternoon. Yeah, wearing that shit shirt as well. We're, we're two into the row, I'm fucking ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> wearing that crappy Chelsea shirt. Doesn't How are we, boys? Don't talk to <laughs> How are we? How are we doing? All good, a little tired, but cracking on. Nice, William? Yeah, all good. Happy New Year, boys. Happy New Year. Do you guys uh, get up to much New Year? 
we did some bowling, played a bit of golf. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then I drove a go-kart for a while. And then I was stealing Ali's balloons. Wow. Memorable times. <laughs> Memorable times. We, we played the Switch. We played the Switch for New Year's. What about you? You had the kids, didn't you? We had the kids, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, you can say that. I didn't get an invite. But yeah, we had the kids, yes. Yeah, so no, I mean, you, anyway. you did, actually. We spoke about this on before we recorded the last podcast. Uh, yeah. I said, what are you doing I, for New Year? Have you got the kids? And you went, yeah, I've got the kids, but I've much. set it up really nicely. So every other year I'll get a nice New Year's just me and Sel, so we can like have a little date night to celebrate the New Year. I felt a bit like Romesh, you know, when uh, you know when he's not invited anywhere by Tom. <laughs> Never been to Tom's house before. <laughs> I, I feel like that. It's mad because like Ali's always invited Randy whenever he wants. Yeah, I know it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird. And I live further away. It's great. Yeah, yeah, don't suck it, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's the second knife of Will's back already this morning. <laughs> uh, Will, that's uh, a lovely background you've got. You've got sorted there, mate, with uh, yeah, a shit shirt the... and the cracking Hamilton academic shirt. Yeah, excuse the decorating. It's uh, that's that's part of the hole filling. If you remember from season three, there was a lot of hole filling. Uh, that's part of that, and I've not decorated this bit yet. But yeah. We got our signed shirts. I thought I'd put it up, and I put nice. the Barcelona shirt up, especially for you as well, Benji. Yeah, yeah, thanks, mate. I don't appreciate that at all, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I might change them up every now and then. Ooh, keep the keep you have to keep watching us on YouTube, then, guys. What shirts Basically. we all got up this week? Boom, boom, boom. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you guys do New Year's resolutions? Yes. What's your resolutions? I don't know. I want to get a bit fitter. I want to get the house done, completed, finitoed, and want to make, want to do like a, I don't know if you've seen, but you get like those jars, and then you like, so when something happens, you write it down, you put it in a jar, and then like at the end of the year, you have a little look through to see what you've been up to over the course of the year. I'm going to do that this year as well. Like be a bit more uh, sort of appreciative of the year, a bit more mindful. You're doing one a day? Well, just when something happens. I know in my life, there won't be much. <laughs> yeah, be like, like, of... I did the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of piece of paper right around the bottom of a jar, but like, I'll do it next year. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it till about January 15th. <laughs> yeah. I shall be gone. Gets about March. You're like, what did I do for the last two months? I've had feel this. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's brought it up again on the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice man how about you uh, I think the same as everyone lose a bit of weight I want to see friends a bit more um, and hopefully I want to deliver the all important train content for 2024 because everybody loves train the train content. content okay what's that you just taking pictures of you on a train yep that's the one that's the one. And then moaning, inevitable going, moaning about the delays on the train. Is this Ben Bourgeois coming out? <laughs> ben Bourgeois. Yeah, man, you know it. No, I had a, a special mention yesterday evening 
saying how much they appreciate the train content um that hope they hope they uh, i deliver a bit more in 2024 so here it is i will be delivering from tomorrow well tomorrow will be yesterday by the time this goes out but yeah well, we can't fucking wait for that. Oh, boring Ben. Apparently, I said, I'm on the train. This one is the new train. It's got the USB ports inside the carriage. Uh, yes. And actually, I took a bottle of Chepsy and I drank it all by the time I arrived I at St Pancras. I don't go to St Pancras. It's too expensive. Um, can I just say quickly on that, though? I met my dad um, on the way home before. I met him on the high speed on the way home. And Dad literally went... Oh, look, they've got the refurb one. That's nice, isn't it? I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was unprompted. It was unprompted. I was like, what a loser. And then I was like, oh, this yeah. is what Will says about me. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes perfect sense now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and you don't do them at all, Ali, no? It's, I mean, it's just, to be honest, for me, it's just setting yourself up for failure. Of the year like i heard someone last night say last cigarette of 2023 <laughs> just before midnight <laughs> it not been half an hour so they went let's have a cigarette in 2024 it's like what are you doing what's wrong with you oh dear she was drunk normally i yeah, but normally I expect people to be able to last at least a, at least a month. She didn't even last thirty minutes, let alone thirty days. This is true. So I'm I'm going to take a guess. So not being invited, I obviously wasn't there. I'm going to have to guess that this is Laura <laughs> you're, you're talking about. No, actually no, no, it's Kaylee. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not the general. It was Kaylee. It was Kaylee. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's like no. Oh, and she smashed a glass as well. Oh, yeah, with her phone. She continues to think it was with her thighs, but it was with her thighs. Yeah, yeah her phone smashed the glass and it was, she was holding it between her legs. So we all told her, fucking hell, poor Aaron. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> <Nasty> Aaron. <laughs> Strongest neck in fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh but should we move on? So there's quite, quite a few things to, to go through. Um, obviously, firstly, Ali, it's it's great to have you back on, mate. Uh, I know you're making a few guest appearances this month, so yeah, thank Indeed. you for coming yep. on. Um, obviously, I'm I'm assuming you listen every week because you know we we won't get you on otherwise. Um, Will, you have uh, returned to a certain friend of yours who's got a <laughs> set skill set. <clears throat> <laughs> So, <laughs> for the second week in a row, so last week I had to backtrack on what I'd said about Sean Dyche, which is he's done, he's done quite well as a Premier League manager. Uh, so this week I'm going to have to backtrack on stick to the same barber <laughs> because it really does make a big difference when you find somebody and then if you just fuck about willy-nilly, you know, whoring yourself out to different barbers, it, it just doesn't work. I've been I've been caught a couple of times now. Quite so a I few went back. So quite a few. Yeah, I have to make a twenty-five minute drive to my barber's now, but I think it's worth it. <clears throat> it is always worth it. 
always yeah you've got to stick to stick to what you know and you're comfortable with mate there's nothing wrong with that yeah certainly have although what was quite funny i was talking to the barber right they're from i think they're iraq i think they're iraqi so he was because <clears throat> we were talking about christmas naturally so i don't celebrate christmas uh i was like okay fair enough blah 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 and then we got talking and he was and he was sort of like oh where do you live now so i said i said oh i mean you know belting home bay sort of area and he was like oh wow that's far like you've come quite far i was thinking you're from iraq mate like, <laughs> home bay is not far <laughs> maybe you thought you said belize not Beltinge. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe because <laughs> that is that's, quite that's far near, that's portugal isn't it like anywhere's near Portugal for you, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you've come out and admitted that though that uh, that that you know you backtracked again. Makes me very happy. Yeah, backtrack, Bill. Back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jotting that down. That could be a title contender. I've Ben Bourgeois. Backtrack, Bill. No, nah, backtrack, Bill sounds better. Um, I just wanted to do a little shout out as well for the weekend because um, as you will see on YouTube we've got the Hamilton Academical signed shirt courtesy of Jerry Strain and they smashed FC Edinburgh 5-2 oh <clears throat> so what was that? they were 5-0 up after like 30, 32 minutes 34 minutes mm, yeah I was hoping for, uh, they lost their last game didn't they yeah they've, I think they've Lost the last three, I think. Yeah, a few in a row, wasn't it? Yeah, well plumb. Well, well plumb. Well done. Well plumb. Well plumb, guys. Well plumb. Um, but I thought it was gonna, could have been a double-digit score at one point. We see five and thirty odd minutes. You're like, come on, guys, here we go. <laughs> this could be interesting. Yeah, it never works out that way, does it? No, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, what a great, uh, a great win though. Um, but also sticking on the the Scottish football. Uh, sort of situation and topics. Did anyone see the highlights of Arbroath versus Wraith Rovers? I saw the moment that you're going to talk about, yeah. Yeah, man. Take it away, because I know you was quite passionate about this before we before we uh, clicked record. You had a big grin on your face saying, did you see this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'd say passionate, but okay. Uh, so... They were they'd made they were struggling with injuries. They'd made all of their subs, and I think they needed to make another one due to an injury. And they only had their reserve their their, their substitute goalkeeper left. Who was it? Arbroath, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and he came on as a striker, and I think it was thirty-five yards out. He smashed it as hard as he could. <laughs> Top bins. Insane. Goal. Absolutely. It was finished 3-2, didn't it? No, 2-2. 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Oh, 2-2. Two, two. He got yeah, the equaliser. He, he okay. got it back to 2-1. And then they scored a late oh, okay. equaliser. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You was what almost right there. Almost right there. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, um, Arsenal, when you're next 2-1 down against Fulham, chuck Ramsdale on and we'll um, we might get a go. Imagine Ramsdale striker. Boom. Hattie. <laughs> I'll tell you still no. starting. You what, sorry? Yeah. Arteta still won't start him. No, probably not. No, he could score 100 goals in trade and Arteta will still fucking bench him. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, just on a little bit of a fun fact, um, Ronaldo ended the year as the highest scorer of the calendar year. 
Yeah, it's 54, wasn't it? Yeah, 54 goals. Joe, who was second? <coughs> Any guesses? Without looking at uh, your notes, Ali. <laughs> See your eyes flicking to the left. <laughs> well, I'm going to say no then, if that's the case. <laughs> was it? It was not Solomon Kalou, no. It was it. <sighs> it was Mbappe and Harry Kane with 52 goals each. Yeah. And Haaland okay. back down on 50. Although he's missed, what, four ah. games? What shit season. <laughs> But if he if he played the last three four games, he he definitely would have beaten that, wouldn't he? Yeah, and he's also playing in the hardest league in the world. You think Harry Kane's got what eighteen goals now in Germany? So, yeah, he would never have, he would never have had that in in the UK. <clears throat> in okay, the that, that's hard though, isn't it? Because how would he have done this season with this Tottenham team? I would never have. Nah. Tottenham no. better without him. Just ask Michael Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fence himself. <laughs> um, nah, I can't. I can't see Harry Kane scoring that many goals in the Premier League. Not like he has in in the Bundesliga. No, probably not. Probably not. But still, it's it's a good return, isn't it? It's a good return. And it's like it's a bit like Kylian Mbappe. You put him in a proper league. I wonder if that's the reason why he's not gone anywhere. If he's just, oh, no, I'll stay. I'll stay in. I'll stay in France because I absolutely tear it up here. If I go to Real, what, what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, you go to Real, you're going to tear it up in the Super League. So, yeah. Who are you playing next week? Barcelona. Who you got next week? Barcelona. Who you got yeah. next month? <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> Nah, they'll be playing. Is it PSV, Benfica, all the top top teams in Europe? Yeah, Feyenoord, great. <laughs> yeah. Excelsior! It'd just be all the Dutch league just joining, just to get with a bit more money. Yeah, well, yeah, the Turkish league won't, though, will it? Oh, go on. Sick. What the hell is going on there? Nicely, it's, straight in. It's all, it's all a bit mad, isn't it? In the, uh, in the. Turkish football realm. So they had their Galatasaray against Fenerbahce in the Turkish Super Cup final, which was going to be held in Saudi Arabia, which is controversial in itself because you're you're exploiting a different country for your top league game, aren't you? So you're mm. it's like the FA Cup going to Saudi Arabia. It's, oh, it's right. not going to go down well. It's not going to go down well. And it went didn't, well. Yeah, if that. Uh, so, the game was due to kick off at 5.45. Fans were in the stadium. Then there was a problem um, because there were banners of who's, like, who's called the father of modern Turkey, Mustafa Kemal Ataturk. So he was called Ataturk, fun fact. Turk being the founder of the father of Turkey. Uh, so there you go. One, uh, so he basically they would do what an interesting fact <laughs> they didn't want the banners in the ground, but the Turkish didn't listen because it's their you know it's their game, so that's that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do by seven o'clock, so an hour and 15 minutes later. For those of you who are not quite up to the math skills that I am, 
uh, it was called off, and they had to fly home. Wow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Because you have banners of someone that Saudi Arabia didn't like, because because it's political and football shouldn't be political, coming from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, it was called off. Wow. That's... What that the hell is going that on? Banner is far, that banner is far too controversial for us. It must be bad. <laughs> yeah. And I think there was a there was a uh, some things being said about. I think there was a Turkish guy who was killed in. Was that was that right in Saudi? Was that, I don't know. I don't know if that's right. But I think there was some talk about that as well, and that pissed them off. Wow. So yeah, that's just after all the controversy with the with the owner president of the, I can't remember what the club was called now, uh, punching the referee, uh, and then he was being kicked while he was down, and then I think the first game back that they resumed, uh, the ref, they, they, the players all came off the pitch because of the refereeing, so Turkish football is in a bit of a mess. That's mad. That's absolute madness. Christ. Where do they, <laughs> so does, I'm assuming the game has to be replayed at some stage. The game has to be replayed, yeah. Where? I assume, I assume you'll just replay in Turkey and then just go, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, well, that didn't work out. Never yeah. Mind. How yeah, odd. Strange one. So odd. Strange one, mate. Um, a bit of a fun fact for you guys. Well, it's not that fun. Um, Everton are still one point better off despite their 10-point deduction compared to last season. Just Crazy, proving the... First backtrack of, of Bill over there. That Sean Dyche is, in fact, a good Premier League manager. <laughs> I tell you what, though. I think, for, like, so just because it's New Year, to reflect on 2023, I think it's a massive shame that 2023 was, in terms of football in the UK, pretty poor. Everton won FFP. P issue, deducted 10 points. Manchester City, 115, and they've won five trophies. Five yeah. trophies. Record-breaking season that they've had, um, and they're allowed to continue with that. Yet Everton are subjected to a 10-point deduction and a fighting at the bottom of the of the Premier League. I, I think they'll be all right, and I think on appeal they'll have a less points <coughs> deduction. But that being said... I think football in England is an absolute sham. I think it's worse than Turkey. Ah, no, that's not true, actually. No, let's, let's not go too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Bold, bold I, 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 as soon as I said that, I regretted that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see that City were showing off all their trophies on their game as well? Yeah, They did yeah. these big banners yeah. and stuff. Did you look around the banners, though? The stadium was still not full. <laughs> still lots of empty seats around. Was it not? Was it? Like, no, I didn't see that. You would just think, fuck, you know, you could win all the trophies in the world, but you still can't fill the empty head. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's just a bit embarrassing, really. Um, I imagine showing off the trophies against, like, you know, if you're playing, like, Liverpool, you're playing, like, Arsenal or United or something. Showing them off and playing Sheffield United, I mean, it doesn't really have the same effect. It, that's exactly what I thought, Ali. It's like, it's Sheffield United. <laughs> but I know it's the last game and it's, you know, New Year's Eve, blah, 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 I get it. But, yeah. Well, just... it's the first game back after they'd won the Super Cup, wasn't it? So it's their first fixture. Yeah, I, yeah. I do get it. Yeah, can you imagine if they just like roll these out every game now until the end of the season? <laughs> like, look at us, look at us, we're well good. 
If if it was Arsenal, we'd be encouraging them to do it. Oh, a hundred percent, mate. <laughs> get the get the old Emirates Cup out. <laughs> the gold Premier League trophy twenty years ago. Look at it. Look at it, guys. Look how look how nice it looks. Spurs yeah. walking around with nothing. Um, yeah. No, they won the Audi Cup. Don't don't slate Spurs on this podcast, Ali. I mean, to be fair, they God. did win the league Cup against us. Worst day of my life. Is it against you that they won it? Yeah. The worst day of your life. Fucking hell. Someone's someone's lives a all right life, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. Except when Spurs win. <laughs> I say, or is that embarrassing that Spurs won a cup against them? Well, um, yeah, that that's probably yeah. yeah. Pretty pretty dire. Pretty dire. Eric. Eric. Um, what was it you were saying about Gary O'Neill, Will? Bill? Phil? Phil? <laughs> uh, what, because he wanted to call off the Everton game? He That's asked it. to call off the That's Everton it. game. Due to congested congested fixtures. Uh, and also they had uh, Lamina, whose father had died. Um, mm. So he was worried. I think Pochettino as well, Ali, has come out and said something about uh, the fixtures and the congestion and wanting to sort of postpone games. Yeah, he probably wants to postpone games probably until like March until he's got a full fully fit squad back, but we're never gonna have a fully fit squad back. So um Well you've got about yeah. sixty players in your team. You can't have a fully fit squad. I was talking to Ben about this. We do not have that many players anymore. Ali you've just been triggered instantly. Here we go. Uh, money off Aaron. Oh god, right. Come and explain it then, because I haven't seen that many departures from you guys. Yeah. What do you mean you haven't seen that many departures? One of the main departures was Kai Haver, King Kai, to uh, to your lot. I know, look at him. Great. Doing great at the moment, isn't he? Goal machine, mate. Yeah, let's talk about let's a, talk about the last two games. He's a game changer. Mate, he wasn't featuring in one of them. <laughs> then he was a bit rusty because he had a break, so he needs another game oh. to get back into it. You leave yeah, Kai alone. <laughs> one week break for his rusty. Okay, cool. And then obviously we got rid of like half of our like departures last season went to Saudi Arabia. So um he did you know. But you've also signed four hundred and twelve. I mean, yeah. But we've also got rid of three hundred and sixteen. So your squad's still got bigger then, is that what you're saying? No. Which no. proves Will right of you've got a big squad. Look Sorry, proves Bill Bill right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, all right. We've just got a massive injury list. It's, it's just... Uh, it's, been, it's been a bad, bad year last year. Very much praying and hoping for a better 2024. I don't think I could do that year again. No, I can understand that. Can you see the improvements, though, for Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just start there shaking like what? <laughs> what? Where other than Palmer, who's been consistent all season, where where's your improvement? Enku, Enku. Um, yes, he's looked good when he's played. Central, um, yeah. Thiago Silva is still managing to kick a football ninety six, which is fantastic. Um still our best defender. Um <laughs> Terrible. And he, terrible. And 
even though um, obviously Sanchez is injured, uh, Petrovic has come in, played quite well. <laughs> Love how all Will has to do is just pull Kick a face. Will pulls a face, <laughs> and you just—I can see you like, don't bite, don't bite, just move on. <laughs> I'm like, if I if I could just sort of angle, angle my sight away, I won't see him when making the face, but I can still see him just at the corner of my eye. But he just looks so smug as well. Look at him. I mean, what I, was, I mean in re, in recent games, what I was happy with is the fact that we've actually been able to come back after having a goal scored against us. Because normally, as soon as we've had a goal scored, sick pitch later, it's like, oh great, here we go. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's done really well with you scored three at the weekend as well. Yeah. We'll no, come on to that though. That I'm sure we'll come good. I'm sure we'll get time to talk about that one. Yeah. Maybe not any others, many others. Yeah. I mean that was the only game of the weekend, wasn't it? It's just I think if we start at C and work our way down the alphabet, we'll be alright. Perfect. Sounds like a fantastic plan to me, Bill. Hi guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at Football Drop Podcast. Twitter is at Football Drop Pod. Thanks Will for that. Or just search us on Facebook, Football Drop Podcast. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash results to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Where did you want to start? <laughs> um, Ironically, we do actually start at sea because it was Chelsea v Palace on Wednesday. After it was. We, after we recorded. So, yeah, they, they uh, Chelsea won that one, as you could probably tell by the fist pump. But Hodgson was <laughs> being called for the sack after that, wasn't he? And they, were, they wanted Cooper in. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? I mean, it is just like, wait, it's just waiting to happen, right? Just be careful what, what you wish for. to go. 
I yeah. mean, not 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 so much the fact that Hodgson to go. I mean, obviously he will go. He he is like you know getting on. He's about Thiago Silva's age, isn't he? Exactly. Thiago Silva's still playing football, so you know, <laughs> just sit, sits in a cryogenic chamber for you know <laughs> for the evening. Yeah, um, I'm sure the 450 million pound a week he gets paid by Chelsea probably helps though. Do you know what though? When he signed for us. Did he even have any sort of think, thinking that he'd be playing at Kenilworth Road in 2023? No, probably. I don't know what Kenilworth Road was. <laughs> I don't even think he thought he'd be there at this point. I think he thought, I'll go to Chelsea for two years and then I'll go back to Brazil. Yeah. And he's been, and our defence has been so poor that we've been like, we can't let you leave yet. Here's another contract. <laughs> Here's another four year deal. Come on, bruv. How many, how many years has he been at Chelsea now? Um, it's about, I think it's about four years now. He came in when Lampard was manager. Was he? Which time? The first or the second time? First time. Not, not the second coming of, uh, Frank. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can I can see Cooper coming in at Palace. Not so much Hodgson getting the sack. Maybe Hodgson just resigning more than anything. Like maybe like the club and him having a conversation, being like, "How much longer do you want to keep doing this?" And you know, impossibly saying like, "Well, you know, getting on a bit." But you know, mm. I, I can I can see Cooper going to Palace. Like, I think that's a decent fit. So, see, I couldn't, I wouldn't have even thought of that until he got sacked. Wouldn't have even crossed my mind if oh, they can get someone from like Nottingham Forest. I mean, I heard rumours when, because there was rumours that Nottingham Forest were like, if, Coop, if Steve Cooper loses the next game, we're gonna sack him. And then, and then after that, there was rumours that Palace were like, Palace keeping tabs on Steve Cooper. I was like, just oh, see okay. this mar- man, manager merry-go-round just happening already. So, because <laughs> yeah, I was, I caught something yesterday, I think on Instagram that was saying that Palace were. Interested in the Ipswich manager? Yeah, I've seen a few things yeah. like that. I think he's destined for big things, actually. But will he leave yet when Ipswich are on such a high? If he can get them into Not the sure Prem, or... surely you've got to give that a go. If they can sustain this in in the Championship, back to back promotion. What would you do? What would you do? Would you stay at Ipswich and go for promotion, or would you? decide actually Crystal Palace have come calling for me more money they're a Premier League team what, mm. what would you do but um, and also just to let you know there are better trains around Crystal Palace area than there is in Ipswich well you fucking sold me now isn't it? there we go <laughs> no, I, I genuinely I would stay at Ipswich would you yeah I, th- I'd, I think I would as well that you've got that feel good factor there the, the fans love you the players love you You've got such a good track record. If you leave them now, you'll be hated and you'll burn your legacy. But having that opportunity on your CV to say, oh, I've got back-to-back promotions with a team that everyone wrote off at the start of the season and say, well, Ipswich are going to go down. Yeah. To Palace, where they're notoriously not really backed that much, struggle all the time in the Premier League. Like you don't often think they're going to get relegated, but they're they're never going to be in that top half of the table, or very rarely. They're just a team yeah. that they just kind of make up the numbers almost. And that's not to slag them off or anything, but they're just one of those teams, aren't they? You know, they'll you'll have a a decent game, be a bit physical, but they're not gonna 
you know, change too much in the prem. Also, it's likely they're going to sell their top two players come the summer. Let's yeah. be honest. You know, Elise and Eze. There's, I don't, I don't really think they're going to stay there past next season. To be no. honest, they're too good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're delivering too often now. Yeah. Do you, like uh, Elise's goal was mm. incredible. At the insane. Absolutely insane. Outside of his left foot in the air. Yeah. To poke, yeah. Like, like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, so Crystal Palace, they uh, they lost to Chelsea. That was a. Oh, yeah. That, that was quite a, a digression, wasn't it? It was a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering where the hell we got them onto this topic. Yeah, well done, Chelsea. Hard fought game, though, wasn't it? Nonny the Donny. Um, you just said about when we were talking about Wolves, obviously asking for the uh, fixture changes and stuff. Wolves won all three games in those six days. Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they very, very, very well. He's done a great job there, uh, Jones. Jones. Go, Jones. Uh, he's, he's definitely going to be up there for a contender, for sure. Because he came out, I think, he, I can't remember if it's before or just after Christmas. It was just basically saying that, I know Wolves fans probably didn't didn't expect you know, Gary O'Neill was like it's a bit underwhelming a lot, but you know I, I just I, I'm honoured to be here and I just do what I need to do. I thought yeah that's, that's probably about right. I don't want to slag him off. He's doing a great job. He gets all the team playing well. He plays the way he wants to play, but everyone buys into it. But he delivers with the results. Well yeah, and he because he was he replaced Lopetegui. It was about a year ago now, wasn't it? And that was a big name. Um, no, start this season. I think I thought he came in. I thought he came in about a year ago. No, he finished with Bournemouth, four, and then Bournemouth sacked him. Four didn't they, days. The season. Yeah, four days before the season started, oh, he came in. Yeah, you're mm. right. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but yeah, he is. Uh, you, you think after Lopetegui went that big name, you you think that he'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck it, I'll just, you know, I've lost I've lost my job at Bournemouth, I'll just try and do what I can here just to get my name out. Fucking smashing it. Yeah. I, know, I, put, I, I put Wolves bottom in my, like, predictions before the season starts. <laughs> yeah, I think we had them low, didn't we, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had, FF, they had FFP issues, they had, like, they had all sorts of issues going on. Mm. Like, and they lost a lot just... of players, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, they well they had they had to due to this due to FFP, and then because they lost the players, Lopetegui's like expecting me to keep this lot up, and yeah. then has walked away, and Gary O'Neill's come in. But yeah, I mean Gary O'Neill, his last two jobs he's done, I mean can't can't fault him. He's just I, I don't really understand it because like no no one really thought of him managing until he was pushed into the job at Bournemouth mm. last season because they sacked uh, Scott Parker. And then obviously he went into that and hit the ground running, got the job and then kept him up because no one thought they were going to stay up last season. No. no, not when, they were bot- when they were bottom at Christmas. So, there's hope for Sheffield United yet. Well, not really. But... <laughs> no. She- Sheffield United are... Oh, I'm sorry. If any Sheffield United fans are listening, I'm sorry. Your team are poor. Like, you are not a Premier League level team at all. You're not even competitive in most of the games. I thought, I thought, Chelsea. That's saying something. 
I thought they did all right against City, didn't they? You know, they had was it, 16% possession. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, they kept it 2-0, which is a massive achievement against City. But they played, I think it was like a, a 9-1-0 formation at one point. <laughs> it was yeah. it's just ridiculous. I get it, you've got to. But... Did you see the game against Luton? Uh, what, Sheffield United? Like beforehand, yeah. Yeah, we did. I was flicking between that game and I can't remember the other game that was on, but I was flicking between the two games. And I, it was 2 1 to Sheffield United at one point, and I, flick, I flicked over for five minutes. I flicked back, and it's 2 it's 3 2 to Luton. I'm, what, what, what the fuck just happened there? Yeah, they, yeah but have Luton, are a, Luton are a second half team, aren't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. I can, I can confirm that. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the biggest difference, though, between obviously Luton and Sheffield United, who've obviously just come up, is Luton don't get spanked. They might ship a few goals, but they also score a few goals. They don't lose by more than sort of a goal or two max. Whereas Sheffield get battered a few times. Yeah. Um, when they concede two, you could see them then concede another two or three easily. Whereas Luton concede one or two, and you're like, ah, well, they'll score again in a minute, though. That's the sort of difference in mentality, I guess. Just give them until the 80th minute, they'll just start launching crosses in and spiking your heart rate. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> your old tickers probably had had a bit of damage over the weekend. Oh, God, yeah. We'll, but, uh, um, we'll come on to that one. Scored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. should have scored. Yeah, definitely should have. Um, so yeah, the uh, Wolves game against Brentford on 27th smashed Brentford 4-1. Yeah, Brentford, are, they're, they're, they're really poor at the minute. Their injury list is too long. Uh, they're very, very, very poor. Doing all right with what they got, I guess, but yeah, not, not good enough for Premier League. Yeah, they're, they're struggling at the moment. I think they're only a point or two above the drop at the moment. Yeah, that's a bit of a worry for them. I hope they don't take it out on Frank. I, you know what, I don't think they will. I think he's safe. I think for yeah. what he's done, I don't think Brentford are really a, a higher and fire kind of club. They seem to have a bit of stability there. I think they know what they're doing. They stick to their, their kind of ethos. Um, so hopefully he does stay. I think if they get relegated, he might choose to leave at the end of the season. It might be a mutual thing. But he could be a good shout for someone like Palace as well. Yeah, well, you tipped him for United the other day. He could be at United. I think he could do he could do any sort of job in the in the Prem. Apart from I don't think he'd do like a City or Liverpool or Arsenal, but I think he deserves that sort of opportunity. But will it end up like a Potter situation at Chelsea? Well, given time he'd probably be alright. Who knows? No. <laughs> I was waiting for a little snap or a little nip there, but nothing. You did well, Ali, mate. You did well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, annoyingly, Man City have returned and they've got a win against Everton on the 27th as well in the evening, which is a shame. Everton didn't look that good, to be honest. Everton did you, did you see that handball, though, for their, for their, uh, their uh, penalty goal? Was was their sec- second goal against Everton. Who handballed it? Uh, Onana. No, I can't remember this one. It's, li- it, it's 
Anana's gone down, sliding in for the ball. Now, obviously, your hand's naturally uh, in the air, and also one's on the ground when you're going in for a slide to mm. try and block the ball. And Ake's, to be fair, Ake's took a shot. I don't know if it was going in, but to be fair, if it hadn't have hit his arm, it'd have hit him square in the face. Right. But it wasn't like he put his arm up to stop it going in his face or anything. Like It was just natural the way the way it was. As I gave a penalty, and I'm like, what is this handball rule at the moment? Ah, oh, it's mad, isn't it? Unless you're Erdegaard, anything's handball. <laughs> Unless you're Erdegaard, you play fucking basketball in the box. But, you know. <laughs> Honestly, we, we were so lucky to get away with that. <laughs> so, so lucky. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the handball rule is anymore. It is, it is ridiculous. I do remember seeing that one. And uh, I know Daesh at the end of the game was pissed off, to say the least. Uh, no one understands what's going on with, with any of the rules, really, relating to handball. It seems to change. Um, it's ridiculous. It, it does need sorting. They vote, They voted, didn't they? they? They had a vote on the handball. I think that was Daesh's point. They had a vote on the handball rule, and now it's it's changed, and and they've not got they've not they've they've been they've considered a penalty because of it that's ridiculous yeah so stupid it's just yeah it's just all subjective though isn't it so much in football is, is subjective that's the problem yeah i mean city ended up winning the game 3-1 so technically it didn't have a massive effect on their well that took them 2-1 up though didn't it that well penalty. yeah it did so... take them 2-1 it did take them 2-1 I don't doubt they would have won, but, you know, tough one. It is a tough one. Um, Brighton-Tottenham was an entertaining game, though. Brighton went 4-0 up. 4-0. Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Especially the form Brighton have been in lately. They're very unpredictable. Yeah. Still unpredictable. Still unpredictable. They had the... Predictably. The was um, up for... Uh, Real Madrid, wasn't he? Like he was being linked with Real Madrid, but I think those links have been been shot down a little bit now. Yeah, I think so. I think so. He could do like a. I think he could do a United sort of job. I think, to yeah, be honest, if you just get Man United playing in some sort of way, I think they'll be all right. But at the minute, <laughs> please, they're fucked because they don't know how to play themselves. Way. <laughs> Rather than just going, just gotta do what you got to do, boys. Crack on, which is what it seems like he's doing. If you actually put a plan together, they might actually get a couple of points. Yeah, you never know. You I never just, know, Bill. I just think you need to fix the top of the club first. Yeah, well, that's the, obviously the sale's gone through now, isn't it, with Ratcliffe? I say it's fixed, isn't it? Yeah, problem solved. You <laughs> sign the deal, done. Everything just changes yeah, like that. Bomb. The thing is, the thing is, though, like they've like the deal's gone through their side, but it's going to take apparently it's going to take like a month for the Premier League to ratify it. I'm like, excellent. This is going to go right down to the end of the transfer window. And <laughs> oh, I didn't realise that. I thought it was all ratified and done. Not, not by the Premier League. It's like you know, United have like accepted it and like you know, 25 cents stake and all that. But yeah, the Premier League haven't ratified. Like the Premier League got to go through their due diligence. Um, That's mad. Through, uh, yeah, I know. If, if Todd Bowley gets through, then I'm sure. You know. Yeah, 
Yeah. Sure. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Todd Bowley just comes in just going, yeah, <laughs> money. <clears throat> Show me the money. Um, yeah, but yeah, so. <laughs> so yeah, Brighton went 4 0 up. Spurs got two back. 4 2. Nice to see Spurs losing. Flat Spurs, really. Had two goals. Yeah, it did massively. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. They played poor. Um, and I think that was the the last of the games on Thursday. Don't remember any any no. other games being being played. No, no, no. I remember another game being played. Let's oh, talk about know. it. No. At the Emirates, the mighty Hammers. Tom yeah. The Gunners. The Hammers hammered us two 0 mm. We, I think, Arsenal could have played for five six hours. And still not scored a goal. We I'll never get messages from you. You go nuts, like. <laughs> Honestly, it it was, it was the worst performance I've seen us in 2023, until yesterday's performance. <laughs> I think yesterday was a slight improvement on the West End on the West End. Do you reckon? He scored. I think it was a he slight scored. improvement. He scored. Yeah, we did. I don't think Saka knew much about it though. Well. I don't know. I think the West Ham game, Erdegaard played well, and that was about it, really. Uh, the rest of it was fucking awful. It was Arsenal awful. was so bad. But I can't take anything away. West Ham have been smashing it recently. They played really well. West Ham were just solid throughout. It's all they did, they just did the basics perfectly. They made. I mean, they made a couple of good saves. I think it was one or two good saves. The rest of it, I mean, we just... We were about six yards from from the goal, and we pass it back to Saliba. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Or just pass it out to the wing. I'm like, "Just you're in front of goal. Just take a fucking shot." Like, why is this so difficult to understand? Jesus just kept passing the ball constantly. I'm like, "You're the striker. Like, you you are up front. Fucking shoot. Like, it's it's programmed into his head to pass before shooting. I think. I think that's our biggest issue. If we have someone that thinks. I need to shoot first, and if you think, oh, there's probably only like a 20% chance of me scoring, then pass it. But if there's still that slight chance, they, they're still going to go for a shot. I think that's what we're missing. We need someone with that mentality to say, I'm, I'm going to go for a shot. That's honestly, yeah. it's just so frustrating. So you, could, frustrating. You, could also, you could also argue that is there the... Is, um, Arteta allowing that to happen? Or is he saying, unless you're going to score... Well, yeah, there is that. There is that. You don't. That's the 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 good thing and bad thing about just us being being fans doing a podcast. You just don't know what's going on, so it's all very speculative. But it it was dire. It was an absolute dire performance. Um, Big talking point though was the uh, Jared Bowen sort of ball out situation. No, I'll I'll be I'll be completely honest. You can't, you can't judge that. It's also worth adding, how the fuck have VAR not got a camera on both sides to see these fucking incidents is beyond me. But you can't comment to say that Arsenal were hard done by or West Ham were lucky or whatever it is because you, you can't tell. I thought it was out there. I, I, think, I think being sport has got the technology to do it and they've reviewed the footage and they've proved that it was in 
because I agree, you know, you can't you can't tell. So it has to the goal has to stand. Mm. But if you had the technology, you'd be able to you'd be able to tell. We're in 2024 now. We should have the technology to see whether a ball is over the line or not. Yeah. Come on. But as you said, you know, we do have the te- the, te- the the telly. All the broadcasters have angles everywhere over the pitch. Why does VAR, that's part of the actual fucking game and how the game's being run, how can they not have a camera on either side to see the, the bylines? That's the problem, isn't it? Because, <laughs> because we can admit quite freely that with the technology that they had, they can't make a decision. With the technology that being sport has, they can tell very clearly that it was yeah. it was still on. It was goes back to the Newcastle game, doesn't it? Again, <laughs> where Arsenal were felt hard done by it. That for me, he looked out, and I think again it was proven to be out. But anyway, why haven't we got the technology to to look at that? We can tell whether like Ivan Tony Dick is offside, but not <laughs> not tell Nick whether Jackson. a ball is out or. Nicky Jackson is offside. Yeah but... yeah, but actually, we don't know whether the ball's on or off the pitch. Oh, honestly, it's ridiculous. I know Danny said in the chat, "Why don't we have?" I, I can't remember what it is, what it's called for the technology actually under Hawkeye. the goal. Is it, it is Hawkeye. Hawkeye? Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. it's Hawkeye. Why? Why don't we have Hawkeye for all the way around the pitch? Why is there not the some U- sort of technology? Is the camera? I, U- I don't know where the camera's the mounted. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, but they have it in tennis. <clears throat> yeah. They use yeah, it in tennis, true. don't they? Yeah, so how can we not have that in football? They don't want it well, we have. How can we not we have, have it all the way around? It was, it was in the World Cup last year, so we have it. <laughs> we, just cho- we just chose a different system. Oh, dear. I love that we voted VAR. It's really good. Really good. I remember, I remember when VAR came in, everyone was like, we're going to have nothing to talk about now. What are all these controversial decisions? We're going to have nothing to talk about now. <laughs> How wrong were we? It's just added an extra layer of controversy. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, no, I don't think that's right still. It's like, well, you know, <laughs> it's, all da- it's all down to person, you know, oh, someone's, someone's opinion. So, yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw it go in, I was like, no, surely not again. Surely not again. Another ball possibly out. But then after that, you didn't... You, yeah. At least there was no push, eh? Yeah, exactly. Because that's why the goal should have stood against Newcastle. Because there was a foul. But, you know, that's I mean, there was. The, I mean, there was. It was a clear foul. I mean, Everyone I mean, said it. Let, let's move on. Cause we're, we're overrunning with time massively here. Uh, oh, it's your game. Huh? Luton versus Chelsea. Excellent. Gosh, you should have seen my, my Tell us all about it. <laughs> Tell us. my smartwatch telling me, take a seat. <laughs> Doing too much exercise. I'm only sitting on the sofa. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, first half, we were really good. Defended really well. Um, Cole Palmer and Madueke with the goals. And then... Um, Got a third when in the second half when Luton were actually pushing on a bit and it was a bit and they were starting to try and get some more more balls in the box um, and then yeah suddenly from about what was it 83 minutes onwards don't think we could get the ball out of our half <laughs> Luton just Luton just kept on coming back and then they had a goal disallowed they hit the bar twice and 
yeah. my heart rate just kept on going up and up and up. Um, yeah, and then they obviously they got two goals right right towards the end, <laughs> and I'm like, I've never wanted to see less than six minutes added time in my life. But then there's six added minutes, and I'm like, oh, not again. Come on, don't do this to me. But held on for the win. Lots of teams have had issues going to Luton. Obviously, you, your lot needed a last-minute goal. Yeah. City didn't have it all their own way. And Liverpool obviously needed a last-minute last minute equaliser. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, win's a win. We move on. We move up. Or the same as where we were, 10th. Yeah, so he definitely didn't move up, did he? We're a point behind Newcastle now. That's good. Yeah, well done, mate. Three points off United. Yeah, do you know what? It is still quite tight, I think, in the league, to be honest. No one's I mean, been a standout is, performer. It, well, it's splitting, the, the league is split into, like, you know, three or four different leagues in there, right? You've got the top five teams. Mm. You've then got six to about, I don't know, at the moment it seems about 12, because Bournemouth and Wolves won't fuck off either um, in, uh, <laughs> every time we win Wolves win I'm like oh, please just go away or, or, or they beat us you know but um, but yeah no it was a it was a good um, good result Petrovic made some good saves so I take two wins in a row not been able to say that a lot last, last year so. <laughs> excuse me yeah about kill Ben but <laughs> Yeah, it was just oh, a shock that nearly killed me, mate. Then you got two, two wins back to back. Oh my god! The way he's just spoken about Chelsea against Luton is—is is that this is must be what it's like to listen to us talk about Arsenal? Chelsea were shit. They only scored three goals because Luton were poorly. The first goal was the the goalkeeper passed it to Palmer, and then they couldn't track it down. The shot was good, but the but the build up to it was really poor. The, the second goal, he spooned it. The keeper should have saved it at the near post. And the third goal, Palmer did really well. Good skill. But come on, there's no way in any decent defences you're going to get through there and he's going to score that goal. What game are you watching? <laughs> Luton versus Chelsea. <laughs> I don't think Luton, Chelsea. Were. They were really, Luton were really unlucky. Chelsea should have lost that game. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Do you know what? I think this is why we got Ali to come on for a few weeks, isn't it? It's those sort of responses. I'm like, yeah, that's what we'd say. <laughs> Anyone goes Arsenal? Yeah, but we didn't, did we? Uh, so it's fine. It we was. I mean, apparently after the game, obviously where we were three 0 up, and obviously they got two goals. Apparently, Thiago Silva was quite irate on the pitch. I think he had Gallagher and Fernandez with him, and he was just he was just going off like. Just on a massive rant about about the defence, and I was and I was like, yeah, I can I, I can understand that because holy fuck. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, we uh, you know uh, well, good for the confidence. Wins a win, wins a win, right? It's, it's yeah. good for the confidence. It's good, it's for, good the confidence. for the confidence. You're into 2024 now, New Year. Potch is the man. You got you got players coming back from injury. It's, it's, it could be looking. Twenty twenty four could be good for Chelsea. You could hit the dizzying heights of seventh if you if you play keep keep going the way you are. Oh, 
Maybe nosebleed? in Europe next season. I think Ali just got a nosebleed. Do you want to take a pause? <laughs> <laughs> um, just moving on, the Palace Brentford game. I know we spoke about a little bit earlier with the uh, was it was it Elise, Elise's uh, wonder goal, wasn't it? Big win for Palace, three one. Shuts the haters up for Roy Hodgson a little bit, um, and just kind of continues Brentford's bad form. Uh, Man City beat Sheffield United two 0 We kind of touched on that as well. With the just dominating performance, albeit it only scored two goals, but could have probably just laid down and still, still won. Really, I listened. Um, I listened on the radio to that, and it was apparently they just said, "Yeah, this is just training games, just defence against attack." Yeah. You know, so, but then you didn't really expect anything different. I mean, Sheffield yeah. not lost eight to Newcastle earlier on in the year, so <laughs> yeah, speaks uh, speaks volumes. There. Um, an interesting game though was the Villa Burnley game. Villa came out three two winners. Burnley got a red card and then they scored an equaliser afterwards. Yeah, that was nuts. But Villa needed needed that pen at the end there, didn't they? And that was lucky it went in as well, underside of the bar from Douglas Louise as well. Yeah. Um, but Villa got another win. Did. They're still up there. Another win. They're still Club up. Club record. Club Goes record really wins, well, yeah, it? wasn't it? Was it for the calendar year, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the only yeah. team that got more points than them in the calendar year was City which is insane I think so yeah so this run of form isn't well isn't slash shouldn't really be a surprise but it still is considering where Villa were yeah Ollie Watkins all the way Ollie Watkins is the one that's doing it all 21 times in 2023 second highest that Villa Villa players have scored uh, behind Andy Gray so He's 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 the main man for him, isn't he? They've really got him firing because he's been there a few years now, and he's never really done too much, has he? Like he's he's always no. been sort of there or thereabouts, but this last year, he's he's absolutely tanking it. Well, I think you Two said assists. it earlier on in the season as well. Um, he sort of has this sort of really good run of form for a sort of five ten games, and then he goes missing for another fifteen. But he he seems to be delivering. With, even if he's yeah. not scoring, he's assisting or he's setting up that to assist, play, isn't yeah, he? To yeah, to assist, yeah. Bailey's really coming into his own as well, isn't he? Diaby seems to be a great signing. They're, they're, you know, they're all playing really, really well. I think, yeah. you know, obviously, Gerard was the maker of all of that, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, Stevie G. Yeah, he's doing really well with his Stevie new job G. as well, which is nice. Yeah, and I really see You can't even buy a win at the moment. You cannot even buy a win. Do you think you'd be able to buy anything in Saudi? <laughs> The amount of money he's probably on, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so a, a massive, massive three-two win there. Uh, Wolves, as we said, continuing their good run. Great three-nil win against Everton. Had two goals ruled out towards the end for offside. Yeah. Two great goals ruled out for offside as well. Yeah, Huang, were, yeah. Huang Ni Chan is smashing it at the moment. He is. Has he scored eleven goals? Really Ten goals. I've never realised how good he actually is. People don't, because he only scores two or three, and then he goes quiet for a few. So you just kind of take yeah. it as, oh, he scored today. Oh, that's good. Well done. It's, it's, un, it's unfortunate, Falls, that they are going to lose him for a bit with the um, Asian Cup coming up. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. She's got that and obviously with, Afcon, haven't you? Yeah, well, obviously with him being with South Korea as well, um, you can imagine they're going to go probably quite deep into that tournament, so... Losing for an extended 
period of time, so they might have to dip into the transfer market, try and find a striker. There's a few teams that need to do that. Yeah. Maybe oh, they'll sign Ozzy. Needs to do that. Maybe I heard he's a, I heard he's available for 130 million. Easy. Chelsea yeah. probably pay 160. Just because you know Chelsea are nice like that. Napoli, like, at least scores 130. 170. <laughs> Take Only it. 130. Yeah, 180. Okay. We'll, yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, massive, massive win for Forrest against United. Oh, that was so good. How happy were you boys when you saw that result? Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was good. Uh, I think we can go in on Man United if we really want. I think but we should a little bit. I think for, we Forrest were were really good. Uh, Nuno seems to have them working very well. Complete change from when Cooper was was there. They were go, they were in a bit of a bad form. Uh, so we'll see how he keeps going. I thought Gibbs White. Gibbs White. I think he's. I think he's teetering, he's teeing himself up for a big money move. Uh, I can see him at a bigger club. He's he, he's very very good. I think Ilanga played really well as well. Has been yeah. for, uh, for Forest. Ilanga yeah. looks brilliant. Did you see him at the end of the game, like properly embracing Nuno, getting a bit emotional? He's like, yeah, this this is personal for me. Because he got pushed out by Anthony. I mean, yeah. coming on to Anthony. I also, also wanted to say something about this. So Gary Neville on commentary said, he kept on going on about how Anthony should go and watch Riyad Mahrez and, like, you know, pick up on his game, from which I can understand if he's left-footed, left-footed right-winger, but Mahrez was... Mahrez is different quality. Anthony's just fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mince your words, mate. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's stupid. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like... You, someone said to Nicholas Jackson, you know what? Go and watch Pele and do what he does. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Just total opposite ends of yeah. the skill spectrum on there, you know. So, but yeah. I, <laughs> oh, I see your Gary point. cracks yeah. me up when he, when he, when he watches Man United because he just, every time there's a goal, like he, he needs to give himself like 10 seconds before he's composed himself <laughs> to actually say anything. <laughs> I think that's probably think, the, the right way Anthony to go about it. I think has got... I think Anthony has got some potential, though. I think if you look at him, the way he plays and some of his skill, I think he's got the potential to, oh, to be a good player. I'm not convinced. But what, what his problem is, is he's, he's just selfish. He's looking for a shot. He's looking for the glory all the time. If he can improve his right foot and start crossing the ball in a little bit more where he's needed, I just... I, I, I seriously think... It's, it's it's Ten Hag and the way his team play. I, th- I think if you look back at Richarlison from last season, he he's just, he was just poor. A different manager comes in. I mean, he's given he was obviously given the opportunity by Harry Kane leaving, but he's he, he can't stop he can't stop scoring at the minute. He's he's what well, he's got like is it four in five games something like that he's got. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So isn't it? I think if you if you give Anthony, you play to his strength. I think he's got the potential to be a different player. It's just the way he's being utilised at the minute and his and his ego that he seems to have. I, 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 I don't rate him at all. I, I do agree that he, he isn't at the best, but I can see the potential in him. I can see that he is a good footballer. I just don't think he's suited to this league. 
Maybe. I think if he played in Spain or France, I think he'd do really well. Or Holland. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had one good season in in Holland, and then. Well, yeah, but that's that's the thing, though. I mean. But that's the thing, though. Like he was ten, like ten Hag was his manager at Ajax, and you know, like, oh yeah, I want this player in. Apparently, though, United scouting department like valued him before they signed him. Yes, and it was only like thirty, forty million or something. Like twenty, I thought, I, I think, I'm sure, I think Gary Neville said like twenty five million or something, and they ended up paying eighty five, ninety. Yeah, mate, that's, yeah, that's insane. But it was part of that Ajax team, wasn't it? It was part of that Ajax. I mean, Ajax did shit at the minute, but it was part of that that good team. Like, I mean, how much, how much do you pay for Ziyech? Uh, thirty-five. Was it? But that was yeah, quite a lot of money for somebody much. who who wasn't doing that well. Yeah, he was doing all right in in the yeah. Dutch league, but you know that's still a lot of money. So I think it's all part of that that same team, isn't it? Well, you look at Van der Beek as well for yeah. United. He was yeah. he was insane for Ajax. He's gone to United done nothing. The only one that's done he... well was that Frankie De Jong. Sandra Martin is. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. He's done I mean, right. Obviously injured, he's, obviously, he's, injured but... at, he's injured at the moment, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's difficult when you come over from a new league. I, I get that, but yeah, I mean, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't see Anthony ever being. Riyad Mahrez level, not Re- not Riyad Mahrez no. level. No, I do. I agree there, but I think he could. I think he can play a good. I think if you look at Havertz playing under a under a Chelsea system that didn't really suit him, and he seems to have come to have asked to come to Arsenal. He seems. To, I mean, it's early, but he seems to be doing okay. I wonder if Anthony can do something similar. Yeah. Who wants to take him? Many takers. Maybe Many I could takers. see him at like a Fulham or something. <laughs> I could see Replaced him at Chelsea. William. Don't, don't ever, please don't say that. Please I could don't. see Anthony in that Chelsea team. Don't, because I know, I know how how much people listen to you, Will, and suddenly Todd Bowley will get wind, and he's like, you know, Anthony, that'd be a good signing. It's, just, it's true. We haven't seen yeah. Norwich for a few years, have we? Hey. <laughs> There we go. I love how you still manage to turn something into bashing Norwich. <laughs> this is genuinely an art form at this stage, mate. Oh, fuck. So where do you where do United finish this season then, guys? We're midway through now. Good question. Where do United finish? United could finish anywhere from fifth to tenth. <laughs> like you just don't know what's going to happen. I think it will be probably. I think they're, well, they're seventh now. I think that they'll probably stick around that point. Yeah, I think around eighth, ninth. That's all. That's all. Right. I mean, to be honest, I think if if obviously things go keep going the way they're going, they, they could end up in like twelfth, thirteenth, which be great if they end up 13th and finish season 13th yeah makes our season last season look not so bad the thing is just everyone at that that sort of mid <laughs> that mid Chelsea, mid, isn't it? <laughs> everyone that sort of midsection they're they're all bunching together though so yeah, yeah. They, they could genuinely drop out of that quite easily it could only be a few points in it yeah. it'd be interesting to see now with the new 
new owners if they do decide to stick with him or whether they're like, nah, we got to we got to make a change. But I don't, I, I don't think that. that yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see them making the change unless unless they do literally drop into like fame, fourteenth, like that that twelve twelve fourteenth that sort of area. Because um, yeah. I think while they're in the top half, they're like, okay, you just you just got to take this season as a write off. Like you know, as as much as I, I mean, I started saying that last season from about October. So you just got to take <laughs> the season as a write off. <laughs> and then started saying it started saying it this season from about October again. That's just a write off. Just take the season as a write off. Um, but you've got to start seeing. You've got to start seeing some improvement. Like with Arteta, when we had that, me and Ben said the same thing. You could see what he was going, what Arsenal were looking to do. You could kind of see the tactic and the formation, which I think you can kind of see at, at Chelsea. You can kind of, yeah. you, you, they got young players coming through. You can kind of see how Poch wants them to play. With United, I have got no idea what they're doing. I don't think they've got any idea what they're doing, and I think that's the main problem. I mean, I'd, like people, I keep seeing people like, you know, saying that Bruno Fernandez. He's really good. I have no doubt he's a very, very gifted footballer. But as a team player in that United team, mm. he's not it. Like, and especially as the captain, yeah, as he's well. Just so poor. He's so just, poor. he's not, he's not, he's not good. So, yes, it's just yeah, yeah, it is, it's his attitude. But he does create the most chances in the league. He did it in twenty twenty three, one hundred and thirty six or something. In 2023, Saka was second with 90. So he does create more chances for anyone. So he, you know he's, he's doing the right thing, and I think some of the stuff he does is probably slightly underrated. But I, I completely agree been, with you. He just he's just a whiny, sulky git. It must have been all before Hoyland. It must have been not, all before Hoyland came in then. Because yeah. <laughs> Hoyland's getting no service at the moment. He got one knocked down from a corner. And well, it's because it goes to Garnacho or to Anthony or Rashford if he's on. And they yeah. all just go for a shot themselves. They don't pass. Yeah, that is the problem. We said it last week. Fernandez is captain as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. But again, who else? Well, Scott go McTominay on. captained them the other day, didn't he? He's banging. He's on banging form. I think that's Ten Hag's tactic: is that we'll do what I tell you to do, and you know, go to the wingers, have a shot, and then uh, for the last 10, 15 minutes, just give it to McTominay and let him score two goals. Just get McTominay in the box. Yeah, sorted. He'll that's score a header at some point. A um, couple of yeah. games left. So there's mm. the shitty one from yesterday: Fulham two, Arsenal one. Um, I don't really want to talk Scandal. about it. it What's going on, lads? We just no, can't going. score. We just don't know how. To, well, I know you did score, score but one. we we just don't know how to attack anymore. We just pass it around too much, just lacking that cutting edge at the end. Yeah, yeah I don't know I what mean, Will's doing there, shaking his tits or something. By the looks of it, <laughs> I think he's flirting with Will, flirting with Will, flirting with Will. <laughs> Bill's no. flirting with Will. <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Uh, just, just having a conversation with Jack mid. I'll get Jack on. Say hello. Hi, Jack. No, he was he was tempted. He's been up a couple of times. I think he's tempted to come and say hi, but he he isn't. Uh, but no, he just went for a wee, and I was just reminding him to wash his hands. 
George being a parent. <laughs> That's what you have to do. Yeah. What do you mean, George being a parent? Uh, I say that to Will. Yeah, when I we think Tom Gunn's going back to the Fulham game. Uh, oh. Oh, there's a big delay then. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. There was a big delay then. So, what was you saying, Bill? I don't know. Where were we? We we at the Fulham game, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still there. Am I back? Okay. Um, Do you know what? I thought, am I frozen? But it was just because I wasn't moving. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, yeah, Fulham. They, uh, I don't know where they get a goal from, but apparently it's Jimenez and Deco Dover-Reed. The second goal, Arsenal were quite unlucky. It was a bit of a pinball. Um, but still, just good enough. We we should have we could have scored so many goals. We don't shoot. We started with Nketiah up front. I'm not, I'm not too sure why we've done that. I'm not too sure why Martinelli hasn't been dropped yet as well because he's not been on fire, firing in all form, whereas Trossard seems to be doing better. Um, I think we're missing Party still, but I don't know if Party's going to be around for long. So what do we do for that that period of time? Jorginho isn't probably the player that we need. So I think we need another midfielder. We need a striker. Arguably, you know, Tommy Asu, they talk about him going out on loan because of the, the season that he's having so far with his injuries. So do we need to replace him? That's ment- uh, that is mental. Just... Getting rid of Tommy Asu on loan is fucking mental. Yes, he's had some injuries, but yeah. when he's played, he has been insane. Needs, yeah. All he needs to do is recall Tierney. So we've got a backup as an actual recognised left back. Well, Zinchenko hasn't been top quality, is he? Zinchenko no, that's hasn't what I been mean. top quality this season. Jesus hasn't been top quality this season. Martinelli, as I say, is going for a or run. Um, we're missing Timber. We bought Timber for a reason. He got injured. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, he he would have changed changed everything up in pre-season when he's playing on the left, kind of doing that almost that Zinchenko role. But he's kind of doing what. Also, what Ben White does with the overlapping runs, but that's why Martinelli's not been as good because you're not having that support on that side. Because Zinchenko goes into midfield, leaves everything open. There's no way Martinelli can get back. I know he's rapid, but there's no way he can get back in time, which leaves us exposed time and time again. I think Arteta needs to go back to like a recognised back four and play a more more of a traditional way of your fullbacks are fullbacks or wingbacks or whatever. None of this inverted bollocks. It's not working for us. I think we're too it's predictable. It's not working in the moment, but he's never he's never really played a like. If you, I'm I'm talking about from last last season to now, yeah, he's never really played a like a proper, as you would say, back four with actual right backs and left backs. No, exactly. So, I think Ben White is probably more of a right back at this at this stage now. To be honest with you, the runs he's doing it is a full back kind of role that he's doing. So yeah. I think you can argue he is a centre-back and a right-back, like, recognised in both now. But I just... I think we're just, just we're doing the same back. thing. <laughs> Shut up, David Stark. Why? He played well for Germany at left-back. Come on. Yeah, different against Germany and then uh, against Fulham, though. I mean... Uh, Fulham are insane. You've got, you've, got, you've got the most versatile player in the Premier League. Utilise him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do 
what we didn't. But it, Arsenal just frustrate me at the moment. Last couple of games, really getting agitated by it. Just whatever. It is what it is. Um, I know you keep saying yeah. that striker as well, but I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I think there's more to it than just the striker. I do. I think we've played all of our players. There's not enough rotation. We haven't got the squad depth. Our key players have played way too many minutes this season already. No, if we have a striker, if we buy a striker and they're scoring, that just G's the whole team up. That gets them going. That that's, yeah. that starts the momentum. That's that's all we need. I think if we only got a striker and they could score consistently in the Premier League, I think that would do us the world of good. We've got a couple of injuries back. Uh, I think I think we'll be all right. But don't get me wrong, if we got more, that'd be great. But if that's all we got, I'd be happy. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy. I just don't know whether it's it's what we need fully. Um, and then finally, Tottenham versus Bournemouth. Bournemouth's hot streak has finally ended, unfortunately. Spurs... They were good, though. They, they were good, but Spurs, 3-1 win. It's a shame. I, I think that flatters... I think that flatters them a little bit, that scoreline, because I, I think Bournemouth played really well. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, they're a good team. They are, yeah, I was going to say Bournemouth are a good team now. Iraola has done uh, has done very well for them, but yeah, it's a shame that Tottenham got the three points, so they're back up there in the hunt again, aren't they? Really? Yeah. Uh, Saga did Saga get injured? I saw he was uh, I saw he was crying. He was crying off his off the way on the way off the pitch. But did he get yeah, it an injury? Yeah, I didn't injured. really see it. He got injured after he scored, and obviously he was picked to go to the Afcon. Obviously that. Yeah. yeah. What a shame, eh? What a shame. Happened to a Spurs player. Poor guy. Poor guy. Happened to a nice team. <laughs> um, anything else, gents, this week? Because I know we've been talking quite a lot no. this week. Should we do round up next week with Euros? Well, we said that last week. So, yeah, we can do that or I can just do it. Oh, up to you. I don't know. You, you cut out completely there. You're just pulling a funny face. I know you made a funny noise. Sounded like you farted. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't that's know if we were first. Yeah. Cheers, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, here at the Football Drop Podcast, we'd love to hear all your comments, feedback and funny stories. If you'd like us to share them on the pod, please email us at footballdroppodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you. Uh, go on then, Will. We'll see you around up. Crack on. Uh, I was just gonna, yeah, I'll just do a very, very, very quick one, shall I? Where shall I start, Ben? Uh, La Liga. So Italian Serie A. Uh, we've got Inter Milan who are at the top of the table. They are two points above Juve. Um, AC Milan in third, Fiorentina in fourth. So I'll just go through the leagues very quickly uh, throughout Europe. Uh, Cagliari, Empoli, and Salonatana are 18th, 19th, and 20th. Any teams there that you really want to know how they're doing? Napoli in eighth, Ben? Uh, no, but that's good to know, thanks. Yeah. Lost six. Wow. So, you know, Arsenal 
Nope. Your Very internet good. is poor, mate. You cut out again, then. Is it? Did I? Yeah. That's yeah. jarring, isn't it? Very jarring. Maybe you should so put that in your jar. Bundesliga uh, has is obviously on their break, but the Bayer Leverkusen are top, not lost a game yet. Yes, the Shaka effect. The Shaka oh. effect, yeah. I mean, I was going to say the Alonso effect, but cool, okay. Yeah, Bayern Munich second, Stuttgart surprise uh, packages as well in the Bundesliga in third. Wow. Oh. Oh, it's gone again. Oh, bless him. He looks very, very this... passionate there, though, in that frozen frame, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Is is this um? Is this Dortmund like you know? Oh, he, oh, he's back. Oh, he's Will, back. <laughs> I think we need to give it up, mate. Your internet's not holding out. <laughs> this is is the is God saying no European roundup this week. That's yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is though, it seems to be working okay on my computer, which is actually all that really matters. Oh, it's not when we're doing an audio recording as well, mate. Yeah. I know. Real Madrid are top, Girona a second, Atletico Madrid third, Barcelona fourth. There we go. Round up done. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Um, so, gents, I've got a bit of homework for you for next week's episode. Need your top 10 of the season so far for strikers. Gabby Hayes Nicholas Jackson. Ivan Tony. Harry Kane. <laughs> Sorted. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do an FDP top ten. So bring your bring your candidates to the table, lads, and we will debate yeah, as a little bit world, of a special. You say world football? No, just, just prem, just prem. Okay. Just That's the prem. Hey, top ten strikers. We'll say, say Harry Kane. I was like, pretty sure he's not there anymore. Yeah, he's not there anymore. <laughs> so yeah, we will Wasn't do that. We'll do that next week as a bit of a a special to keep you guys entertained. Obviously, transfer windows open as well. So let's get some transfers in as well. That'll be nice. Yeah. But lovely. Gents, been a pleasure. See you next week. Happy New Year, yeah. guys. See you later. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please give us five star on your podcast provider, whatever one that may be, and help us hashtag drop the pod. <laughs>